Welcome to Networks for Training and Development's Employment for All podcast. I am your host, Joe Murphy. This podcast is dedicated to real work and real pay for all citizens. Today is April 22nd, and today's virtual employment forum is in reference to the COVID-19 outbreak. Hi everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This webinar is being open captioned and recorded. As shared, my name is Teresa Cody with Networks for Training and Development. We are happy to host these virtual forums with support from IDS in efforts to support employment services. Individuals, staff, providers, especially amidst COVID-19. Let's take a moment to center ourselves. Take a moment right now to remember your breath. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Today celebrates 50 years of Earth Day. On Fill It On The Job social media, we have shared some insight about green jobs and where to access more information on these emerging occupations. From recycling to environmental engineers to wildlife and conservation, this is an industry that is evolving daily. We have also made some updates to Fill on the Jobs website. When you visit www.fillaonthejob.org and click Agency Partners at the top, there is a new section labeled Virtual Employment Supports. It is in this section that we are organizing a variety of resources based on quick guides that have been created, websites, and apps. If you find any resources to add, please let us know by either using the contact form on the website or emailing talentphl at fillaonthejob.org, which can also be found on the website. Over the course of this past month, these weekly virtual forums began in efforts to fill gaps and support information sharing. We believe it is important to address another component of this work, especially during this time when there may be feelings of uncertainty, information overload, or fear. As we move through today's presentation, please remember that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Remember that airlines always tell you to put your mask on first in the event of an emergency before you help others. Today's topic is taking care of yourself and others. We welcome today Jessica Stover from Networks for Training and Development. Feel free to type into the chat box questions or comments if you're joining via the Zoom app or internet browser. For those on the phone, you will be able to press star nine to raise your hand once Jess enters into the question portion. Jess, thank you for being here. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much, Teresa. I'm thrilled to be here today. As Teresa mentioned, my name is Jessica Stover with Networks. Uh, at Networks, I am the Director of Training and Consultation. And I have a variety of interests and specialties, but one that's very near and dear to my heart 
is wellness modalities, specifically under the purview of our holistic practices work at Networks. So today's session, Taking Care in the Midst of COVID-19, also known as Taking Care of Yourselves, um, will be what I'll be speaking on. Um, this honestly isn't going to be any new information um, because since the global pandemic broke out, we've very much been overrun with reminders of self-care and how do we take care. But it occurred to me that while we're getting all sorts of tips and ideas and reminders of what we need to do, there hasn't been a whole lot of discussion on what stress and anxiety may look like, which would then give us the reminder that we need to do the things to recenter ourselves. So before we get started, and Teresa had done this, and I'll ask you to do this again, let's collectively take a breath. So again, breathing deeply in through your nose, holding for a second or two, and slowly exhaling out your mouth. And as you're taking this breath, be mindful of how your chest feels, feeling that your chest rising and lowering with your breath, and how your body feels, feeling your lungs expanding and then shrinking with the exhale. And that's what we're going to be talking about is this mindfulness piece of this kind of noticing what you notice with your body, particularly around stress and anxiety. So let's talk about stress and anxiety. What is it? What can it feel like? And then what can you do about it? So stress manifests physically, and, and this is just a partial listing of the physical manifestations of stress, how people may experience it in their bodies. So this is coming from the Cleveland Clinic. And if you do any searches online, you'll find very similar from Cleveland Clinic, Johns Hopkins, Harvard University, you name it. So with a physical manifestation of stress, you may feel dizzy or have a general feeling of being out of it. You could be a little more achy than normal. You could have general aches and pains. You may find that you have been grinding your teeth and clenching your jaw. You could be experiencing headaches. You could be having indigestion or acid reflux symptoms, as well as increase in or loss of appetite. Additionally, you could have muscle tension in the neck, face, or shoulders. Um, to pause for a minute, one exercise I like to do as a nice reminder is as we're taking a breath, noticing our shoulders up around our ears, is our face clenched, is our jaw clenched, where is our tongue in our mouth, is it high on the roof of our tongue, notice that, and then drop our shoulders, drop the tongue in the mouth, unclench the jaw. So additional physical manifestations can then also include difficulty sleeping, either staying asleep, 
or not getting consistent good sleep throughout the night. You could have a racing heart, cold and sweaty palms, being tired or exhausted more than usual, trembling and shaking. You could have weight loss or weight gain. You may also experience gastrointestinal issues such as upset stomach and diarrhea. And in addition to, you may be experiencing sexual difficulties. These are all things that may indicate stress. I'm saying it may indicate stress because just because you have a headache doesn't mean you're stressed. Because you have a headache may mean you didn't drink enough water that day. Or maybe you didn't drink as much caffeine. You didn't have that extra cup of coffee and your body's, you know, calling you out on it. You may have an upset stomach because you ate something that didn't agree with you. I'm just putting that out there that it's not generally or consistently a, if I have this, it means this, but these can all be indicators. So getting into anxiety, what it is, so in the short term, anxiety prepares us to confront a crisis by putting the body on alert. That fight, flight, on those, those things that our body does when, when faced with anxiety. But it does have physical effects that can be counterproductive, causing lightheadedness, nausea, diarrhea, and even frequent urination. And when it persists, anxiety can take a toll on our mental and physical health. So similarly to stress, anxiety can manifest physically with the following, stomach pain, nausea, digestive difficulties, headaches, insomnia or other sleep issues, waking up frequently, for example, weakness and fatigue, rapid breathing or shortness of breath, pounding heart or increased heart rate, sweating, trembling or shaking, muscle tension or pain. And again, like I said earlier, you can Google any of this and you'll get it from a variety of sources. This particular is coming from Harvard University. So again, as I said in the beginning of this, we know and if we don't know, we will, knowing what to do when we are stressed, how to take care of ourselves. And in turn, how can we support others to be taking care of themselves? But what hasn't been talked about is for us to be able to identify these things, what's going on. I'm speaking to this personally. Last week, I'll be really honest, I had two really rough days. Um, I, I was having a real hard time, you know, making a go of it for about two days straight. Um, I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I woke up two days in a row around 3.30, 4.30 in the morning, only getting about four and a half hours of sleep a night. I wasn't staying asleep throughout the night. Um, I had a terrible headache. I was really tired, one, because I wasn't getting good sleep, but I was aching a lot. But I also noticed that my muscles were incredibly clenched up. Now, if you're anything like me, you ignored it. You pushed past it, and you said, I have a job to do. 
and I did not acknowledge it until, frankly, it was too late. When finally, midway through those two days, you know, hour 28 into those two days, did I finally say, okay, wait a minute. I'm stressed. I'm feeling anxious. And I couldn't pinpoint one particular thing. I think it was the weight of everything. I think we all may be feeling that from time to time, the weight of the world, if you will. And once I was able to stop myself and recognize it, I was able to do something and take action. So I was able to acknowledge, okay, my headache is happening. My body literally is feeling tense. I was acknowledging these pieces. And then after I did that, I was able to put into action, started meditating. I don't do it every day and I should, but I also had to be gentle and kind with myself. So I want to take a minute. We're going to do kind of collectively as you're able, wherever you are right now, we're going to do kind of a body scan and I'm going to walk you through that. So if you're sitting in a chair or you're laying down, you can be listening and taking part of this any way you wish. So take a moment wherever you are, and if you're able and comfortable, close your eyes. Take some deep breaths slowly in and out, in through your nose and out through your mouth. And we're gonna scan the body. We're gonna notice what our body feels like at this specific moment. So with your eyes closed and breathing evenly, feeling the breath come in through our nose and slowly exhaling out through our mouth, what does the top of our head feel like? Moving down to the forehead, you feel anything going on across the forehead. Coming down to your ears, noticing what your ears may feel like. Noticing your jaw. Coming down to the back of your neck and the tops of your shoulders. Coming down to your arms, your forearms, your elbows, your wrists. Scanning further down your body, doing this very conscientiously and mindfully. What does your back feel like? If you're sitting with your back up to a chair, can you feel the chair against your back? Do you feel any tension? Again, just paying attention to it, noticing it, not giving judgment to it. Scanning further down, feeling your buttocks against either the floor or the chair. Where are your hips? What do they feel like? What do your thighs feel like? Your knees. Scanning down further, your calves. Your feet. Are they in a pair of socks? Are you barefoot? You feel your feet resting against a solid surface. What does that feel like? And noticing without judgment what's going on in your body right now. Again, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth and just noticing what it feels like right now. As you're able, continue to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Open your eyes if they aren't open already. And give your body just a little shake. 
going to shake your arms a little bit on the side very gently. Move your torso around back and forth. Give your shoulders a nice rounding motion up and down. And notice what your body feels like. Now, if you've noticed anything, again, not making judgment of, oh, my back's, you know, really tense. Oh, I shouldn't have done that today or I shouldn't have done this. We're just noticing it. We're not making judgment on it. But we're acknowledging that maybe we might feel some stress in our body. So going back to the doing something about it. So what we can do. And we've been inundated ad nauseum with self-care strategies. But again, not with how do we notice these things and be actively engaged in our bodies and noticing what we notice. And concurrently, and at, well, I guess at the same time, if we're actively supporting someone, being mindful of what their bodies may be doing and supporting them to be noticing times of stress and how we can be supporting them in times of anxiety, how we can support that person to notice and take action to recenter. Um, when I've had the privilege over the years of supporting people, um, I had the blessing of getting to know them very well and they getting to know me very well too. And there were many instances with people I became very close with that I just, you just end up knowing someone and I would notice that their speech would become pressured. They would begin speaking at a very rapid rate or their, the tone of their speech would change or there would be a particular tilt of the head or whatever it might have been, I knew in that moment they were feeling something. Something wasn't working for them. They were feeling stressed. They were feeling anxious, whatever that might have been. And through that relationship, I was able to help them to take a pause and work through whatever that might have been. Now, some people I supported when they were feeling stressed, what they would do is they would need to take a step away and literally shake out their entire body. And that's something you can do too. Any of us can do these things. When you're feeling tension and stress, shaking out your body, shaking your arms, shaking your legs. And if you, if my voice sounds a little funny right now, it's because I'm literally shaking my arms over my head and kind of shaking it out. Okay. Getting up and moving is really important. Breaking that thought pattern, if it's a thought that's giving us anxiety, breaking that thought pattern, shifting our focus. So again, it's the acknowledgement and then it's the action. I was talking with a friend of mine over the weekend and she was sharing of someone she knows um, who's very open with things they're going through and the person said, well, yes, I know when this is happening. I know the signs. But yet the actions, the behavior, the communication, behavior communicates, it was always continuing in the same pattern. And I said to her, I said, you know, it's a wonderful thing 
that he knows what's happening. He's recognizing it. He knows the signs and symptoms of what's going on. That next leap then is to do something about it and to take action and to own it. Um, not as a negative, but not letting it define who any of us are. I am not my anxiety. I'm still Jess. I'm not my anxiety. I can do something with it. So up on the screen, you may see it's an image. I'm just going to talk through some of them. 50 ways to take a break. So these are just random examples. I thought it was a really nice photo, but we're going to run through it here. And actually, I'm going to read off everything as long as the captioning block doesn't get in my way here. But taking a bath, listening to music, taking a nap, going to a body of water if you're able, watching the clouds if you can get, up, get outside, looking at the stars, writing a letter, literally writing a letter, sending something in the mail, getting out in nature, Letting out a sigh, and that's a wonderful thing. Um, I had the privilege of being with someone who talked about doing a grandmother sigh. The grandmother sigh, we have the grandmothers in our lives, or, you know, we were lucky enough to have grandmothers in our lives. You'd hear, I know I would always hear my grandma give out this sigh of this, oh, and my grandma raised, you know, she, she raised six kids. <laughs> it was a busy house. She was allowed to make that sigh. I said to her, why are you doing that? She, she said, doing that sigh, it just feels good. And it does. It's giving a really deep, good sigh. Breathing in deeply and exhaling. Oh, it gives the release to the body. It, mo it moves the muscles in your body. Other things you can do. Rest your legs up on a wall. Lighting a candle. Learning something new. Reading a book listening to a guided meditation or relaxation. Take deep, deep belly breaths. Noticing your body, meditating, calling a friend, zooming a friend, chatting, texting with a friend. If you're able to, maintaining physical distancing, meandering around town. I'm not advocating for that in this day and age. However, it's something to consider. Buying some flowers if you're able. Finding a relaxing scent that works for you. Writing in a journal. Noticing your body. Remember we did that body scan earlier? Walking outside. Eating a meal in silence. And what they mean by that, it's not just eating the meal in silence, but eating a meal mindfully. Noticing what you're eating, how it feels in your mouth, instead of just kind of gobbling it down like, I know, guilty as charged, I have done. But literally... Feeling the food in your mouth and experiencing it. Going for a run. Having a furry creature if you have dogs or cats. Going to a park. Turning off electronics. If you have a car and you're able to drive somewhere you've never been. I like to play the get lost game. Which way am I going to go? Left or right? We make a guess. <laughs> Creating your own coffee break. Experiencing and viewing some art reading or watching something funny, forgiving someone, going to a farmer's market, coloring, make some music, climb a tree, dance. These are all things to take a break, but also things to take care of ourselves. Additionally, I can't stress this enough, drinking lots and lots and lots of water. 
water is good for our body for sure, but it also helps to flush our body. Drinking water. And if you don't like plain water, put some cucumber in it. Try some lemon, put some citrus in it. Drink lots of water. So again, this is just really to start a conversation. Um, I'm going to you know, stop for questions or a conversation. We can continue to talk about this more, but I wanted to end on this last slide. If you'd like some more information, you can visit our website. So the, the um, link that's on the screen, it is a bit.ly link. So what's up on the screen, it's the short and abbreviated link, https colon front slash front slash bit.ly front slash networks dash holistic dash practices. You can also go to our website, www.networksfortraining.org, and you can get to our holistic practices through that realm as well. If you wish to contact me, please feel free. I'm certainly available. Uh, again, Jessica Stover. My email is jessica s at networksfortraining.org. You can reach me at 570-495-3537 or 610-482-4934. I'd be happy to talk with you. I'd also be happy to get and have, you know, help to get you in touch with other folks who um, are on the Holistic Practices team at Networks um, to include Rosa McAllister who oversees the Holistic Practices work and a variety of other folks. So thanks so much, and if there's any questions, I'm here. Okay, so if there aren't any questions, I mean, I'm going to be here for the rest of the call, um, but I'll happily turn it back over to uh, Teresa and Chris and Joe and Michelle and Nikita uh, for the rest of the call, but um, again, if you have a question, feel free to type it in the chat box or raise your hand and they'll open up the microphone for you. Or uh, again, feel free to later on uh, send me an email or give me a call. Thank you so much again, Jess, for being here today and for sharing these practical tips and giving us this time to kind of be more present in the moment. And the reminder of recognizing emotions is so important because it helps that logical side of our brains begin to understand and to process. Suzanne has a question here if I can. Hi, it's Suzanne. Um, good to see all you of you here today. I would just like to announce that the Philadelphia OVR Consumer Advisory Council will be having a meeting, virtual meeting on Monday, April 27th at 10 o'clock. If you would like to attend, please contact me at S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-E -E at networksfortraining.org. And it is a limited meeting, but there, there may be um, a way for you to join. So if you want to attend this meeting, please contact me again at 
Suzanne, E-S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-E, at networksfortraining.org. Thank you. Thank you, Suzanne. As we prepare to move into the sharing portion of the forum where people can raise their hand, I would like to begin with a suggestion that Ali from Kencrest brought up last week regarding a virtual reverse recruitment. If you are interested in helping to plan this, please either notate in the chat your interest or you can email talentphl at philaonthejob.org with your contact information. Chris, I see your hand is raised. We will go ahead and unmute you in one moment. Chris, you're unmuted. Okay. First, I was wondering, Suzanne, could you could you uh, send me a link to the meeting on Monday? And then I'm wondering about the second thing you said about the uh, on the job thing. I think it was. The Ken thing. I was just wondering what could, yeah. What was that again? Sure, Chris. So Allie last week had brought up the suggestion to do a virtual reverse recruitment where we would organize employers and job seekers to have have that exchange. There is nothing planned yet. We are simply seeing right now who is interested in planning and coordinating. And if so, you can email or write in the chat your interest. How do people feel after being led through Jess's presentation today? I, I've heard from a few people outside of the forum conversations that it's been a bit of a hectic week or maybe even month and the time just continues to pass. So how was this time today for you? So in the chat, Tasha Carter said it felt relaxing. Chris Root has her hand raised as well. So I'm gonna mute you, Chris. I was just thinking that maybe that they could have put more of the of the emotional things in there. It's a, the physical stuff. So Chris, today was just to begin the conversation. Okay. No, but but thank you for that feedback. Mm -hmm, okay. This is Jess again. I'll jump in here. So I hear what you're saying, Chris, loud and clear. Um, what I didn't always realize is that the physical is tied to the emotional and the emotional is tied to the physical. So when we are feeling, having all of, when we're feeling all of our feels, when we're having that emotion, it becomes present in our bodies as well. So when we are feeling angry, when, when we're feeling 
like we're not being heard or whatever that is, we're, we're feeling tensed up because we're unhappy or we're angry about something. What does our body do? Our body clenches up. Our muscles clench up. We might clench our fists. We're going to tighten all of our muscles. That um, The emotional component is tied to the physical of our body. It's all one thing. You, there used to be thought that you, that one was not connected to the other. It absolutely is. So when we are feeling different emotions, our body is responding in very specific ways, and they're going to be very specific to you, if that's helpful at all. Thank you, Jess. Chris Florence has his hand raised. I'll meet you here in a second, Chris. Yes. In conjunction with what Jessica presented, um, I know that um, some of the health insurance carriers are during this uh, COVID uh, pandemic are offering um, some apps or an app that you can um, download and put in a particular password to get it what normally is a charge associated with it, but you can get it for free. Um, particularly, I, my um, health insurance carrier is Blue Cross, and they have an app that they're uh, offering to help people, and it's called, I think, Mindful. Uh, and like I said, it pretty much um, is in conjunction to what uh, Jessica has presented. It helps people just understand how to um, kind of meditate and use the emotional to help out with the physical um, and alleviate you of some things. It gives you some, some of the features with the app allows you to um, go to a state of relaxation and mindfulness. Thanks, Chris. Yes, thank you for sharing, Chris. There are a variety of apps that are providing free supports during this time as well. Um, you can do a quick Google search, or if you go to fill out on the job, we also have some of them noted there as well. NAMI also has peer support groups and virtual sessions that people can join as well. So with what you learned today and taking this time and being in employment, do you see how you can take this information today and leverage it as you and your teams move forward in supporting others as well? So, Ali, smell responded in the uh, chat box. Hi, everyone. This is not in relation to mindfulness or stress reduction. I was wondering if anyone has information on the APSI conference. Will a plan be to cancel this year? Well, Ali, honestly, it literally popped up on my phone, my email, as we were um, having this call about 20 minutes ago, 
yes, they're having a virtual conference. Um, more is to be revealed on April 27th. It literally just happened to pop on my phone as this call was going on. Um, I looked down at my email and I saw it. Chris Root put in the chat box, even if you never used it, the app could be like a lovely Does anyone have anything else they would like to share? Hi, this is Michelle. Teresa, I wanted to just say one, one thing to everyone. Um, you don't have to answer this now. You can, you can reach out to anyone at Networks, uh, or if you're comfortable sharing right now or putting something in the chat, you can do that. But if there's anything at all that we can do for you, please let us know. You know, it could be as simple as, I just need someone to talk to. Now, remember, we're not therapists, <laughs> um, but working through this, we're all experiencing this together, and maybe it's just someone to talk to, or, you know, you need a resource, but something very specific. Maybe we can help you get that. Maybe it's connecting, you know, doing a Zoom call, happy hour, or a FaceTime live type of event. I don't know. It could really be anything. I just wanted to put it out there that we're available to you. And you never know, you know, it, nothing is too small. Uh, nothing is too big necessarily, right? <laughs> but just let us know, okay? If there's something we can do to help you. So I apologize, Chris Root. I, I read your response prior to your, I guess you were totally done. So um, she, her response was even if, if you never used it, the app could be like a lovely. And a lovely is an object that people use to comfort themselves. Um, talent shows. Thanks, Chris. Chris has her hand raised. Let me unmute here, Chris. No, it's a lovey. Well, it's I apologize. I... Yeah. It's like a security blanket, something like that. I'm so... oh, that's all right. That's all right. I just thought I'd tell you. Thank you. <laughs> that's a great point. Chris, I bet everyone on this call could probably say if they have had a lovey in their lifetime or currently have one still. <laughs> I mean, this is Jess. I'll share. So my lovey, I have many. <laughs> but mine is, even in the summertime, I, I know it's still April and in some days it feels like it's still the dead of winter. At least up here in central Pennsylvania, it was colder than all get out this morning. But my lovey is wearing um, the scarves, like the decorative scarves, the, the um, pomeshas and such. I have a bazillion scarves and I wear one and I just feel comfort and at ease. And that's my lovey and my scarves. And now I smell checked off yes in the uh, responses. This is Michelle again. How many of you have animals at home that are helping you through this time? I have a big furry one named Maverick and I think he's, uh, he's not right here at the moment, but usually he's right around the corner sitting near me. He's very relaxing and comforting, that's for sure. This is Teresa. Martine in the chat notes, I have three furry coworkers. 
So as, as we share those components and things that comfort us, I think it's also important to remember and take into account how those we support in employment also have those similar things and people and processes that they go through that help comfort them as well. Catherine in chat shares, I have a dog named Maxie. He helps me distract and I just love petting him. Thank you for sharing, Catherine. So this is Michelle again. Um, my dog Maverick is a therapy dog. And if only we were uh, able to all be out and about and near each other, you know, um, therapy dogs are fabulous for lowering your heart rate and making you feel better and helping you calm down. So I have a feeling he's going to be very busy working once all of this is over and we're able to be around people again. Chris in chat shares, I have a puppet for a sister-in-law and every night we go on virtual Disney rides. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, we really hope that you found today to be valuable and to have that time to just connect with yourself, with your bodies. Um, and so if you have a topic you would like to have discussed or learn more about, please contact us. And we look forward to having you join us next week, 3 p.m. on April 29th. Enjoy the rest of the week. Be safe and stay well. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope the information we provided was useful. If it was, please subscribe to our podcast channel. You can find all information about Networks for Training Development at our website, www.networksfortraining.org.